A good question for you today, Victor, as always. The question goes like this. I need lots and lots of help with keeping the interest of my four young boys in the Lord. I don't know what suggestions you have, but I have prayed and fasted several times. I need tons of ideas on more practical things or places to go on Sabbath. My husband has not been to church for years either, and I do not want to lose my sons to the world. Please assist. Victor, this is a heavy question that's been placed on your lap today, and it's, I'm sure it's an issue that, that many, many families and parents face uh, all over the world. Yes, indeed, and, and um, she finishes her letter by saying the, the idea is that church is boring. Uh, and if church is boring, then uh, I think there's a problem with church. Uh, I, I just spent some time yesterday with, uh, with a youth leader and we were looking at ways to um, get youth involved in church and, and for it not to be boring. Uh, and I believe very strongly that youth are a vital part of the church. As you know, Ray, I, I go around quite a lot of the weekends and preach in various churches. And if I go to a church where there are no youth or children, when, when I visit there, I believe that church is dying. Uh, and you can go back several years later and perhaps find the church is no longer there. And so I believe this lady is raising a very important issue. And I think the answer to that issue is involvement. Uh, successful churches are where the whole membership is involved in, in worship and ministry. Now, this last weekend, I was in a church where 13 and 14 year olds did the main pastoral prayer. And it was beautiful. You know, children can take up the offering, they, they can do the scripture, they can sing, they can introduce hymns, they can do all sorts of things on the Sabbath. And um, I don't think that should just be on one special worship occasion. Um, you know, some churches say, okay, this weekend is going to be youth day and the youth will do everything. And then the rest of the year they're forgotten. I, I don't think that works. I, I think they should be a part of worship continually through the year a regular and normal part of the program. They need responsibility. They need to be trusted. They need to be empowered. And um, I know one church where this was happening, so the teens actually started their own church, and it wasn't very professional. They, they made lots of mistakes, but they all participated. And I used to go down there sometimes and, and worship with them. I was the oldest person there. But I enjoyed it because I was, I was seeing them involved. And I'd also put this in the context that um, this doesn't just apply to youth or to children. I, I believe the church is everybody. And I remember going to a church not that long ago where they, they have a band at the front. And the youngest member of that band was nine years old and he was playing the trumpet. The oldest person was 55 and was playing the saxophone. Uh, and so there was a spread of ages right through it. And, and throughout the worship that day, I, I saw people, you know, from little children up to people in their 60s and 70s all being involved. And they all felt part of the family and they all felt they belonged. It was important for them to be there. I noticed you mentioned earlier on that uh, when the youth do participate, they, they can make lots of mistakes. Doesn't this put a blot on the spiritual, holy nature of the, the whole service uh, to a point where adults ought to become concerned? Um, what are we going to church for, Ray? See, I, I think we're going to church to worship God. I don't think we're going there for a concert. And, um, yeah, if somebody gets up and they can't sing in tune and it's really awful, then, yeah, there's a problem. But if, if someone's getting up and they're praising God and they're doing their best and, you know, they hit a wrong note on the piano or, or something goes slightly wrong, 
Um, if the preacher drops his notes, is that going to stop us worshipping God or is it going to add to it? And I would respond to that in two ways. Um, one is that teen church I was talking about ended up having more non-members going to that church than the adult church did because the teens got excited and invited their school friends and their friends at work and so on and they were coming there whereas the adults were sitting there comfortably in their pew um, with no people coming in so their church wasn't growing while the teen church was and the other thing I found is in in the regular church um, people are often concerned and say well you know if you let those those children or those teens stand up there and do something it's it may not be very good it may not be suitable and I've just been totally surprised that when that does happen, you'll find particularly the grandmas and the grandpas get very excited. And, and they are just so proud to see those kids doing something. As long as it's done in balance, it can work really well. Well, th those sound very positive there. Do you have any more suggestions based on your experience maybe on what you've picked up with uh, working with young people because I know you spend a fair bit of time with them? Well, yeah, let me make one more suggestion. This is something that's happening right now at this minute and is, is happening with my daughter. Um, and so it's something relevant that I, I can say. It's this thing about involvement again and about excitement. Our church, the, the local church that, that we go to, the teen leader has asked the youth, would you be interested in going to Romania and doing up an orphanage there? And um, I didn't know anything about this, to be honest, but Amy came home and said, Dad, I really want to go to Romania. And I said, well, tell me about it. And she explained it and we went through it. And I said, you know, it's going to be really hard work. This isn't a holiday. And um, it's going to be very different to anything you've done. But she's really keen to go. And I tell you, she got a sponsorship form. She's going to do a 50-mile bike ride to raise money to pay her fare to get out there. And uh, in three days, she's raised an incredible sum of money. I can't believe it. She's bursting with enthusiasm for the project. And so the kind of suggestion I was, would make is allow your children to catch a vision. I don't know what that vision may be. It may be something in your church. It may be something in your local community. But something where they feel part of an important thing that can change their lives, that can let them have a vision of God, that can let them be involved helping other people. But in terms of, of you as a parent then, you obviously can't force your child to be enthusiastic. But you can try and help the church create environments where they can be involved and where they can